after the show, it's the after party. We wanna party. The after party podcast with Freddie Mac and Matt. Claims to fame all over the place. Mm. I feel like I was totally like that when I was younger and like used to like lie about a lot of stuff when I was younger too. To try to sound cool. Yeah, for what sure. Was something you lied about as a kid so you could sound cool. Um, here's a specific example that I met Neil Armstrong when I didn't. And <laughs> but I like That's but, such a random lie. Hold on. It's because he lived on in Ohio on my on the same street as my uncle. And so my <laughs> uncle like kind of knew him for like 30 years. I mean, he lived in Ohio forever. And my mom always tells this tall tale. I don't even know if it's true that he came to one of our like family parties at the house. But okay. like, I don't remember. I don't freaking know. Sure. But I used to like totally lie about it. And somebody as an adult brought that up. Like, did you meet him when you were a kid? And I was like, nah, I must have made that up. I made up a bunch of stuff. You get to a point where somebody calls you out on something. You just got to be like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I lied. Yeah. So sorry. Right. It's just totally a part of growing up. And to be honest, I don't think I really did that till I got this job and came home and had to like face all the tall tales I said when I was a kid. You know. Hey, you know, before you moved to Colorado, you told us that yeah. you uh, you did this. Did you really do that, or were you like lying? Because I talked to such and such, and they said, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm talking about like shit I said when I was like a kid, kid. You know. How old were you when the Neil Armstrong lie was told? Oh God, second grade, third grade. That's hilarious. I'm like man. little kid, but the, but but like so many things like that. Then now looking back, I'm like, I think whatever. That's freaking funny. I know. I met Neil Armstrong. He came to a family dinner. It's like a thing. <laughs> but he was, but he did like go to dinner at my uncle's house. You know what I mean? Mate, allegedly. Alleg- we're not even sure if that's 100%. Actually, true. you know what? You think when you put it that way, you're right. Because <laughs> they all could have been lying. See, I'm just going to, I'm just going to back up. That's I'm a just, hilarious I'm keep my lie. mouth shut. Man. Well, um, welcome to the after party. My name's Freddie Mac. I'm Natalie. I go by Nat. And we do this podcast um, every weekday after our radio show. Mm. And this is like an uncensored, unfiltered type of podcast. Not safe for work, not really safe for for kids. You know, we like to talk to the adults. It's mainly just because I cuss and Freddie Mac doesn't. (laughs) I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) um, So, yeah, what you just heard was Natalie's story about her Lies to, to lie telling growing up to you sort know, of sound cool. But you what's, know what's funny is Neil Armstrong was like making you sound cool. Like yeah. Neil Armstrong, who cares? I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing. <laughs> no, but back then yeah. I'm sure it was like, yo, what for real? Like because everybody thought you were popular, right? Like it, it, it got you some, as the kids call it, clout. Yes, I guess so. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know. That's hilarious. The lies we told as a kid. I'm trying to think of like something I lied about because I lied about a lot of stuff. Yeah, see? I don't know if it was ever. Way. Yeah, yeah. Because that's, that's a kid thing to do. You want to sound cool in front of your friends. Mm-hmm. You want to, um, man, I, I, we have to come back to that. All right. I want to talk about um, sharing a wardrobe with your partner. So now they're, so now they, fashion designers, are making clothes that it's been really marketed that you and your partner male or female or both or same-sex couples can buy together yeah under the notion of like we're gonna share this which by the way if you've ever done this i know girls i know i've done this with my sister or like with other girlfriends and like it doesn't happen 
You don't actually stare. Just saying. But siblings don't. Yeah, but the whole thing is that you guys that um that unisex and gender neutral clothes are the thing, not only for babies, but for adults too. Hmm. And now you and your significant other can buy a pair of pants to be like, we're both gonna wear this. You see, I don't I don't think that will ever happen in my I know that that won't happen in my house. Just because I could never I don't know. If it's gender neutral clothes, how do you fit like Men and women, we have different hips. We have different waists. Like it's well, just going to get too tricky there. Drawstrings, like I have some sweatpants now that are still too big, even when I tie them as tight as I possibly can with the drawstring. So, well, you know how a lot of clothes now kind of look like scrubs. Yeah, but like bigger scrubs. I mean, that is a really loose um, reference, but you know they they kind of look like hospital scrubs, and there is no definition in the clothing. That's what a lot of the stuff looks like. And a lot of it is accessories. You know, watches, sunglasses, hats. Oh, okay. But there, but there, but there are a lot of actual clothes as well. The the accessories I can do. It's I don't know about watches, but sunglasses maybe. Um, There's a lot of gender bending going on within there that it's not my style, but I think hopefully it goes well for other people. That's a really interesting thing. But if it's if if you're a same same sex couple, you're two guys, two women, like, and you wear the same size, like this is going to be great for you. Mm-hmm. This is going to be perfect. But like a man and a woman, like a heterosexual relationship, I, I I see this not working. I see guys being the ego being like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Just guys being guys, but uh, no. There's also, you know, there's a, a wave of masculinity that is being uber, um, uber woke. Can you even use the word woke anymore? Is that yeah, still? Okay. I mean, I guess, but it's like, it just—it's really another way of saying progressive. I think. Yeah, but That's now, really it. but now, so many people. 2020 hijacked the word woke in general. It really did. It, it really it, did. It killed it. It really did. I haven't said that in so long. Man. You know what's funny? I was once dating a guy who gave me a shirt that said, stay woke. I thought it was the lamest thing in the world. He thought it was the coolest thing. How did he, How do you present a gift like that? He gave it to He was so excited about it. He gave it to me. <laughs> and he had, his, like, he had this look in his eyes and like crossed his hands, like excited, like, open it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She's going to love You're gonna it. You're going to love this. Oh. And I opened it and was like, oh, God. Did you give it back? Oh, no, I don't know. It's somewhere. He's like, oh, cool. I'm putting this in the back of the closet. Oh, my God. It was one of those, like, baseball-style tees that's, like, three-quarters of the way down. Anyway, so freaking lame. So lame, but a really great idea. No, it was the thought. It was the thought that he was counted. trying to. It was. He was trying to call you progressive because the show said, what, stay woke? Stay woke, yeah. yeah and like, was I in, wouldn't wear that in public anyway. No. It was Not like, me, but. In 2017. Oh, work happened. was getting, oh, woke was getting ran out of here. It was just getting overused. So don't say woke anymore. Not you, just anybody else. Well, me too. And you too. I don't ever say it. I never. I've, I don't think I've ever said that. Really? No. I've used it as an adjective when talking about other people in conversation or other things. I've. I had I've, in the past. I might have used it once or twice in that way. I've mm-hmm. never said like. I'm Yo, woke. I'm woke either. <laughs> Put that in my right? Instagram bio. <laughs> woke. Father, husband, DJ, woke. <laughs> <laughs> How lame is this guy? 
Oh, man. Oh, man. It's awesome. Well, it's Monday here, and I am really excited that the weather is is shaping up. This winter was tough. So was this winter, brutal. I decided to, for two months, I did nothing and was sober and didn't go, didn't socialize at all. I thought in my mind going into it that I would save thousands of dollars. All of my problems would go away. I'd lose 30 pounds and all of this stuff. None of that happened. I do. I did. My face. I mean, I did quit smoking. It was a really great way to jumpstart quitting smoking, like to do both. You know what I mean? Yeah. Less temptation. But I'm ready to socialize now and have some beers, man. You, you had some drinks over the weekend. I did. Went on a little, little hiking trip. A little girl's little trip. Getaway. It was too much to do two days of like a lot of drinking. I was like, I'm not equipped for this. I'm not. I need to. I need to build back up. I guess. But it was a lot. We talked about like last week. Um, you mentioned like, are you ever mad at yourself for something? And I don't know if it was on the podcast or if it was on the radio show or whatever. But mm-hmm. do you ever get mad at yourself for not being able to drink as much as you used to? No. Or having like the um, the. St- stamina like type less of- desire yeah like or you like, can't hang like you used to like you think about it of like i'm gonna go have seven hours of bliss i'm gonna let loose and you get there and four to five minutes later you're like whoo i'm tired right i was yes. planning on being out here all day the day yes. drinking yeah it and then turns you just into like a two-hour drink and then you just don't want to yes i do yeah i do you mad at yourself for that it's just like damn it like why am i not Ugh. yeah it's kind of frustrating. You know what I must Hangovers say? Hangovers hit different. They do. And the even just like the desire, I feel like I'm kind of experiencing that now because I haven't really, and even the drinks that I've had in the past week, it's been a week, I haven't really enjoyed as much. The first one I did a lot. That first night was amazing. Those three beers were excellent. Because for those that don't know, you're, um, how many days did you go without drinking? 57. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Which was, you know what? It was- For a the- wine, a glass of wine a day, type person two yeah. glasses a day or something like that right yeah for the most part it was drinking like a, you know having a drink pretty much every day yeah you know and then i was like mm, but that I, I started smoking in quarantine it was like it was like last spring we just started like something happened last year well, i was like it doesn't matter the world is like is closed so we can all just do it every once all the time right. and then but then no but i was like Ooh, I'm smoking cigarettes again. I should just, you know, cut that back. It was a nice readjustment. This is the first time I've ever done that. It was great. Yeah. I but, think a lot of people had that in their minds. Just like, oh, well, I'm working from home now. Yeah. I'm wearing pajamas every day. And then like three months later, you can't fit into your jeans anymore. Yeah. Or like, you know what I mean? It's just. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you got to look at yourself like, yo, what have you done? It's exactly, what bad exactly habits what are I was... you starting? Like bad things you're falling into. You know what? Mostly it was I'd, I'd started smoking again. And I wasn't exercising as much, and I was, um, mm. I was. It was really the cigarettes that I was like, I cannot, I cannot believe I started smoking again. Like this is really bad. So I'm really glad that I stopped doing that. But also, like a huge part of me is socializing, and it's like one of my favorite parts about me is like I love socializing, being the life of the party. Yeah, you know. So drinking is maybe a part of that. Not that you need it to be social. Totally. No, totally. It just it's a part of it. Yeah. Social drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out like my uncle <laughs> texted him like, "Oh, happy birthday!" And then he says, "Like he's like, uh, thanks. How you doing? Hey, blah blah blah." And he goes, "I didn't know you smoked cigars." 
just out of the blue. And I'm like, I post a picture like months ago of me for Halloween. Like I had a cigar, you know, and I was puffing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where did that come from? And I was kind of like, like he's going to think something of me. Come to find out, like he smokes cigars too. Like with a lot of guys ah. from his job. And I was like, oh, shoot. Okay. You know, my uncle. This is my my uncle. I don't know. It's just, in a way, he's kind of like an authority figure to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's so when weird. he said that, were you kind of like, oh, no. Is he judging me? Or was yeah, he, he yeah. kind of like, it was like kind of a shot? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I thought, and it was a text. And you know how that goes. You mm-hmm. just read too much into it. You can't really tell tone or context or whatever. And I was immediately like, oh, no, he's going to, like, judge me for smoking cigars. Or, But anyway, mm-hmm. my my point for bringing that up was because I responded. I was like, yeah, you know, socially, like, here and there, it's rare. Like, I don't have a humidor or anything, mm-hmm. you know. I might get one, though. Really? But, Do you yeah. like them that much? I like them every once in a while, yeah. Do you feel bad the next day? No. I do. I feel kind of dry mouth a little. But you don't feel like nauseous or anything? No, 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 no. Man, is it even a somebody Maybe I'm not. Maybe I haven't had like a super strong one. And you don't I inhale like them, right? No, no. No, okay. I think, I think you, uh, that's not good for you. Yeah, no, you're I haven't to... done it. Okay. I remember one time <laughs> I did it by accident. <laughs> and did you feel- Woo! That thing will burn. Let me tell you. Gosh, I can't imagine. I remember the first time I tried to smoke a cigarette, like in college, my friend, he was a- he was trying to smoke, and I had never smoked a cigarette, never even held a lit one before. He's like, yo, just try it. Just take a puff. So I try, and I, immediately I hold it like it's a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, do you inhale so you it? you hit it like, like a blunt? Yeah. <laughs> I have a little. I, I, I hit it like a blunt, and I'm like, do I inhale? So I inhale it like weed. Oh, gosh. No. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Which hold it, which I'm really glad that you brought that up because that reminds me there's something called dad weed now. You can buy dad weed. You can buy dad weed and it can be mailed to your house legally all across the country, no matter what your state laws are. Really? Here's the deal. Okay, tell me please. So these things are all ears. You can buy, for instance, like five pre-rolled joints in a compartment. And what they what? are is that it's pretty much just C B D. With a hint of THC, okay, and it's called dad weed, and it was made by people, which I honestly, I under, I get this now, that, like the description is, weed these days is just too strong. So if you want to sit around and like smoke something and enjoy with your friends, yeah, like you can't smoke joints like you used to be able to because the weed is too strong. So. Dad weed is mostly CBD, a little bit of THC, and that way you can share a joint because the act of it, you know, of like an, you can sit around a camp, as it was presented, sit around a campfire, the joint will last for a couple minutes or a half hour, and then uh, you won't get super, 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 super baked. You can still have a great time and be in control. Right. So this doesn't get you high because the the THC is what gets you high. Yeah. But it has 0.3% THC or under 0.3%. This is right. Because like CBD is like, uh, it's like healing. I don't know really know because I know that's like super popular. Now. I don't know all the ins and outs of that stuff. So it's like I know because it comes in oils and all that, and it's good for like joint pain and. It is, and it's so really I've good heard. for neurological stuff. Um, I used to do. I used to take a lot of CBD when I lived out west. Like I tell oh geez, and um, and my friends. I think it was before it was legal, but my friends owned a dispensary, and so they'd give it to me for free. Nice. And it's it's, it's expensive. 
And so when what, it stopped, CBD is? Yeah. Mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. Get, to get good stuff that you trust, sure. you know, yeah. um, that's strong enough. Uh, yeah. So I used to do it then, but then when they stopped giving it to me for free, I stopped doing it. But it really is amazing. I do like CBD's effects for sure. Calms me down as an anxious person who drinks too much caffeine every day. It's really good. Oh, this this sounds great. I wonder what it smells like. You so have you had the dad grass before? The I've dad not, weed? no. But I really want to try it. I wonder what. Yeah, me too. I wonder what it smells like because that's the other thing with like weed is it stinks. So yeah, so this it's pretty th- dank. So this you know? this smells exactly like regular weed. Oh, okay. So there is a disclaimer that if you're somewhere where that that scent is not acceptable in your apartment building or in your house or uh, dorm or whatever, you rental know, car, and th- yeah, yeah, then no way. Man, I had a roommate in college, um, second semester freshman year, who smoked weed daily, and like I like the smell of weed, but mm-hmm. you know, every once in a while, it'll get a whiff of it or something. Like I'm yeah. all right with it, but this kid like didn't shower. Mixed mm. with smoking and hot boxing, like he had to be hot boxing. And then I heard from other people that he they saw him in his car a couple times, all the time. Um, yeah. So like, didn't do laundry, didn't take showers, and <laughs> smoked weed like in his car all the time. Didn't go to class. Like he was a nut. And obviously, it was college campus. Le- weed wasn't you know uh, legal and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, so the RA came to the room to escort him down to um student services whatever it's called the people that expel you and you get in trouble or whatever and he knew i guess he had somebody had told him like yo they might come get you today or something so anyway they come to get him wake him up from his nap and they're like yo hey we need you to come with us for a sec you know no big deal just you know put some clothes on he's like all right later, let me get dressed close the door i guess put some clothes on jumps out the window i lived on the third floor <gasps> jumps out the window and I mean, survives. And from what I understand, he was seen at the dining hall limping around. He like really oh hurt his leg. God. I never saw that kid again. Did he just move out? Somebody came, or no? He might have. They might have let him come back to to pack up his stuff. But I think he got put out of school or or whatever. For smoking weed. For smoking weed, yeah. Oh, and dang. I mean, at the, at the, at the school time, I went yeah. to, like it was like missing curfew and it was all this other stuff. But like the weed was like the main thing. Wait, there's a I curfew say this at the publicly? college you went to? Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Hmm, okay. But you want to talk about that now? Wait, I snitched on them. What were you? Good at? That was you? No, it wasn't just me. Like they smelled them themselves. Like the but RAs when you were asked, them. you were like, "Oh, I'm not lying for this kid." Hell no! I yeah. was actually, I probably, I like reported it to them the first couple of times. I was like, "Hey, he stinks." It's a three person room. Me and the other guy are fine, but this guy stinks, and it's like ruining my Experience. every. It's ruining my yeah. life. <laughs> this this is horrible. I can't live like this um, so, well i guess you know. yeah an excessive amount of weed smell is bad i must say on the opposite way i um go by this theory that if you go too long without smelling weed in the peripheral of your life then you're doing something wrong like i smell weed by accident by like walking through it or like it's in my building or like in life wherever i'm socializing you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah and if you go too long without smelling weed then like mm, at least for me that's my theory of like you so, think it's good for you. You're doing something wrong. Oh, I, I like to be around people who are smoking weed, but I don't smoke weed myself. It's never been my thing. And I must even say, like, in the building that I live in now, it's a bunch of young kids. Right. And there, it always smells like weed. So, you know, you could get some if you wanted it, too. Oh, yeah. Because of the people you live by, your brother, or whoever. Like, No, definitely not from that, but, like, from the other people that I 
from even from my brother, but from the people that I live around for sure. It's always good to have a weed connect. It is. You I know, need see, me, I need see, me a Cincinnati weed. I'm lying. Like I don't smoke see, like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I smoke way more cigars than I have blunts in my entire life. You know what I mean? I um, I I, I thought for a moment <laughs> when I was not when I was not drinking on day like 37. And you know, you go through a phase of like I may never do this again. I feel incredible. Maybe I'll just start smoking weed. Mm. And then. I never did. And was like, okay, then I'm not doing this. It's just not my thing. Yeah, it's just, just not. grow up. But also just, I don't know, I felt like being sober all the time is kind of boring. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, what's worse? Weed or alcohol? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> alcohol, I guess. Probably on your liver. I don't really know. See, this is for not for kids. Not for kids on this one. Mm. I don't really, I really yeah. know. But, you don't know, smoke. To each their own. To each their own. I kind of think it just reminds me of... Um, younger days when I was traveling around and going to festivals and there were always exciting things going around and people are smoking weed all the time around me. And smoking weed during shrooms, all that kind of... Well, no. Kind of trying to just experience it in a different way, man. But no, it was just like a part of Molly, like... Get bro. <laughs> no, God, no. It just reminds me of like, <laughs> like, the great times. I don't know. just reminds me of like, great, great things happening in my life at certain times. You know, Whenever sitting on a, a beach or... Being Remember in a great a place. Weed smell, you knew it was going to be a fun time. Is that what you're saying? No, I, it just <laughs> brings back great feelings. No, I know. When I smell it. Like, <laughs> yo, okay. I mean, trying to get you caught up. Right? I'm like, calm down over there. I'm just saying, it makes me think. Don't good you things. love it? <laughs> when I smell it, I'm like, oh, all right, cool. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, go on my own way. These I'm are like, these people are cool. Maybe it reminds me of my youth. I don't know. My youth. Mm. Right, I'm going to have to look this dad weed up. I know. I kind of think it's interesting. I would really like to. Um, see what it is, and since it's not actual THC, and we don't do the THC, maybe we could. I'd be very curious of the um, health benefits of like CBD hemp. Mm, I know, you, but you keep hearing like all about this, and like the stock is going up, and everybody wants a dispensary and all this kind of stuff. It's good but just for calm, a natural way to calm you down. An actual cannabis plant, mother cannabis, has a lot of healing yeah. properties. Oh, for sure. You had that THC in there, though. That changes the game. Yeah, but it's just, it's a um, it's a natural thing. You know what's crazy? I worked on weed camps for a while. Did I ever tell you that? No. So when I first, like, all uh, in Colorado and California, I I guess for years would go on and off of working at camps if people needed it and I needed some money or whatnot. Because mm-hmm. you get paid 20 bucks an hour under the table and you just sit sure, around yeah. trim weed all day. Just make a couple hundred bucks, you know, make a good time doing it. Like, yeah. One time I like went to a weed camp and stayed there for almost three weeks and made like thirty five hundred dollars. And um but like I learned a lot through that. One of the times it was really cool. I was in outside of um Sacramento at this weed camp and it's still such a crazy thing, especially at the time. It was such a crazy thing. This is like twenty seventeen. So it's still like legal but not and there's a lot of shady, shady stuff that happens. But there was this one time where this this dad Worked, worked construction, had a family, a bunch of kids, and his crop, like, somehow, it's like he worked in construction over the day, then he also grew a bunch of weed at the, grew, grew a bunch of weed on the side. Yeah. And his crop, like, something happened to it, or, like, it got kind of um, mold on it or something. Oh, no. And it was, like, holy ish. So he called a bunch of other growers in the, in the neighborhood that knew him, was friends with him, and we all went over, and we all cut cut and trimmed all of it for him yeah. like to save it or else it was all going to go bad sure. and, like his kids are running around and he was a great dad you know biracial relationship i don't know just like 
So I don't know. It was just like a great, it was a great family moment where everyone came together. His wife made us all food. Yeah. They were so grateful. And it was like, and he, and he was like, this is like, this is how I provide for my family. Yeah. You know? I and it has such a stereotype. Weed growers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Even weed smokers. I mean, a lot of people do it for anxiety. They do it for glaucoma i don't know all these different things and it already has like a, it's all it's always had a stereotype of oh you're a criminal you're a bad person you know your character is bad blah 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 but you got this guy like you knew it's mm-hmm. a good person yeah i know making money like a... to feed his family and by the way it was legal yeah so you know it's not a big deal yeah no not at all and it was a bunch of just dads hanging out like you know, dirty. I mean, I mean, you know, it was just like a normal thing to do in their community. And a bunch of my friends own grow ops or, you know, and do the weed biz and they're legit. It's profitable. Yeah. I'd love to get into it if I could, but mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather, maybe yeah, I'd do something compl- else that I do know. It's a complicated thing for yeah. sure and expensive to be a part of. Word. Well, happy Monday to you. Today's Whenever been a great day. Whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, today's been a great Monday. Um, we went by kind of fast. Um, and we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Rate and subscribe and share with your friends. This is the After Party Podcast, Freddie Mac and Ned. Hey, yo. Bye. I don't know what else to say. Bye. <laughs> Today's been a Monday. My brain is fried at this point. I've been going all day. <laughs>